Got it. Okay, welcome to a very special Dice Podcast with Gilby Clark of Guns N' Roses fame and various other projects. Gilby's going to talk to us about surviving the 80s, relatively unscathed, uh, super hot chicks, and super hot panheads. Uh, this will be our last show before the big motorcycle show season. So we'll see you at Born Free. That's at the end of June, 24 and 25. We'll see you at Assembly in London, July 14th and 15th. And we'll see you at a run to Raton in New Mexico. The dirty South will rise again. That's J.P. Rodman's show. Um, should be a good time. That's the end of July, 19 through 23rd. Uh, all right, man, let's get the show started. Yeah. Here we go. Dice Podcast. It's the Dice Podcast. Dice Podcast. Dice Podcast. It's the Dice Podcast. Dice Podcast. Gilby here, and he's just fucking. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll talk to you secondarily. <laughs> no, but he's, he's got a gig tomorrow in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah. work. Hey, listen, we're here. It's the Dice Podcast. It's episode something or other. <laughs> I'm here with Dean, and Gilby, special guest Gilby Clark. Oh my god, fantastic! We just heard a bunch of. Well, you all just heard a bunch of riffing uh, from Gilby in the intro. And he's playing, along with the Iceman here. He's playing my <laughs> Ibanez Iceman, which is fucking fantastic. Like I just love. And he was playing some Kiss earlier, so it's good. I don't think we're ever gonna get to a point where Gilby's not playing a riff behind one of his answers. <laughs> is that true though? You do have a you have a gig tomorrow. I do have a gig tomorrow. Yeah, in uh, Vegas. What are you doing in Vegas? It's uh, uh, we laugh about it, but we have a couple corporate bands that uh, we go and have to you know pay the bills. What yeah. is what is corporate? Yeah, band? Is corporate band is it's uh, it's like a, a, an all star. Mm-hmm. Band. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an all-star band. So there's a couple different versions of it. This one is called Royal Machines, and it's got Josh Freeze is playing drums, uh, Billy Morrison, uh, Chris Cheney. Uh, I'm playing guitar. Steve Stevens is playing guitar, oh, and then okay. Macy Gray. Holy shit! Uh, that sounds like fun. That's oh no, it's fantastic. great. It's always fun. It's always fun. So it's that's really yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a little tricky because people always pull out songs that's not like you know you're going to see Macy Gray, but she's doing a Pretender song. She's doing a, a Blondie song, and uh, what was the other and uh, and Radiohead. That sounds oh, fucking no, cool. No, I agree. I agree. I think it's fun. I love. Yeah. I mean, I you know, as far as I'm concerned, Macy Gray can sing the phone book, and it sounds yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but um, uh, oh, boy, I'm get trouble. Uh, Godsmack, singer Godsmack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the Boston band Godsmack. Yeah, Sol- Sully. Sully, yeah, yeah. He's playing. Oh, fantastic. And then uh, Mark from Blink-182 is playing. I took my dad to see Godsmack one time. My dad is a huge Godsmack fan. Oh, wow. And I'm, I grew up in Connecticut. And then oh, gotcha. Moved, that's... moved to Boston, and that's like... Yeah. That's their bad. That's rock and roll. Right? That's their well, you world. you got Aerosmith, you got Godsmack, and then you got the... Ex- you have Extreme. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't. Uh, it's just I know Nuno, so <laughs> I know he's from Boston. No, he's fantastic. But, uh, and you have like the heart, the metal show in Worcester. You know, like the oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, Worcester. Day. Yeah. But um, but we went to go see Godsmack, and they put on a fantastic yeah. show, man. Their drummer. I is don't a know anything. Their drummer's fantastic. An animal. Yeah. He's yeah. an animal. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're yeah. they're they're new metal, right? New metal, new metal. Rock, hard rock, and like yeah. real into pagan. But pagan I always say they're like a popper version of like Helmet or something. Yeah, Maybe. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think they'd be down for more that. commercial version more of commercial. like a helmet or oh, something. You might have a tribal tattoo if you listen to Godsmack. Like yeah, it's yeah, possible. yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, but they're they're rad. Anyway, um, so you're going out there. You're yeah. doing a bunch of different songs with. And are you, are yeah. you driving tomorrow? You no, no, we're flying. We're flying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. That's why when we were talking about. It. <laughs> well, I thought you might be in just, out. Nobody gets hurt. In my <laughs> listen, brain, you're just, like you're showing up on your chopper <laughs> with your guitar. Listen, I know. Wouldn't that be nice? told us his El Camino is down, man. The transmission is fucked up. The Mustang, he doesn't want to drive it that fast. Hey, listen, man. All the credit in the world. We never ask our guests to ride over. We're just like, hey, show up at this time, and we just see who shows up on Choppers. Now we ruined it, because now anybody we have got a ride over. You're doing a Dice podcast. You have to ride over. It's official. I like that. It's official. Well, I took Lyft. Is yeah, that yeah. I do that is every okay. time. Is Uber, that Uber? Is Uber the definitely worst. not. No, yeah. because all the sexual harassment. <laughs> but dude, you ride over. Kudos to yeah, you, man. Sweet. Did you hear that, Chase? You can't take a truck. <laughs> yeah, Chase. <laughs> all right. No, Chase is rad. All right. So you, um, yeah. so you're going to Vegas. You're yeah. gonna do some shows out there. And yeah. then, but you have your own. So we should probably back up a little bit, kind of get, for people that don't know, like mm-hmm. the history of Gilby Clark mm-hmm. and what you've been doing. <laughs> Uh, like you started out doing guitar for like your own your own band, right? Yeah, I mean, well, many many moons ago in the okay. Hollywood days, um, I uh, I was always a guitar player. So uh, I played in a couple local bands. But you we grew up in L.A. or no? I, I'm from Cleveland. Okay, but I moved out to Cleveland like about or moved out to L.A. about what 78, 77, 78. Oh, fantastic! So okay. I've been here. Like I, I moved out here right when would have been my high school years. But you know, I didn't. I don't know about you, but I didn't go to high school. Yeah, <laughs> I found Hollywood. So. Yeah, I went to Hollywood. So '78, you come out here. So yeah, you're like in the you're in Hollywood from mm-hmm. the beginnings of like all the crazy shit. Absolutely. Oh yeah. my god, this is. I, I actually have one quick funny story because we can't go all night. But uh, one we funny can. story. So out. I was a guitar player, right? I, I moved out, and I did move out with my family. I didn't move out to be a guitar hero. I moved out with my family, and but I played guitar, so I was in bands. And I met a friend who has just got to LA from New York, and same thing. He wanted to come out here and, and make it as a musician. So he goes, "Let's go check out some." the local band so he, we go out to Friday night and we see a local band called Van Halen <laughs> no oh, then it gets better so then we go out the next night to see a local band called Quiet Riot Oh, right. So back to back, two local unsigned bands was Eddie Van Halen and Randy Rhodes. The poor yeah. kid packed up and goes, "This is the local talent." He yeah. goes, "I'm out of here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that way, but I mean, there are a lot of guitar players that you know they just you know you know when it's you always competitive. Was it like, oh, oh man, this is a polish; these guys are going to make it, or was it just like, whoa, this is a I great? Didn't, local I didn't band? think about that. You know, you were just. I mean, to be honest, there were so many great local bands back then. I mean, I could. You know, when I, when I, if somebody was in a room with somebody that was around during those days, the Starwood, the Troubadour, the Whiskey, the Waxy, there were so many great bands that it would blow your mind. Like I said, that, that's just a handful of Quiet Riot and Van Halen and, yeah. you know, uh, you know, like even from Nikki from, uh, 
uh, what was his uh, first band before Motley Crue? Uh, London was a oh, local yeah, band. Yeah. There was a band called Snow that was fantastic. Band and called were Smile. LA Guns around at that. That was way before them. This, this oh, is we're talking okay. like the late seventies, you okay. know. Okay. Um, but once the eighties came in, was those kind of bands? You start you know? to get more hair metal bands. Jumping. Yeah, that came later. Like, believe it or not, bands like Poison were like the first bands around. You know, Guns N' Roses and 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 Warren, all that stuff came later. Later, yeah. You yeah. know, LA Guns. You know, Motley Crue. Was Molly, well, Molly Crew was earlier. They were like from the uh, probably the early '80s. Yeah, you know. And where did you see yourself in that sort of like <laughs> lexic? Like, were you playing hair metal? At the time? Not at all. I was actually. It's so funny because I, I had an English girlfriend, wow. so I like bands like The Clash, <laughs> and I was never a, a metal guy. You know, like I mean, like I could appreciate Van Halen and stuff like that, but I mean, I don't you play just rock and roll. Yeah, I, I don't play guitar like that. I mean, I'm you know, I like David Bowie. I like Mick, Mick Ronson was my favorite guitar player. Oh, okay. It's like when we were seeing, you know, Eddie Van Halen and, and all those guys and stuff, I would sit there and go, yeah, but they're no Rick Derringer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just noodle it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, look, it's great. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of my realm of thinking, but yeah, yeah. it just wasn't my thing, you know? Uh, interesting. Well, I yeah. think you can kind of hear that in your playing, though. You do have some, like, I mean, just a little more rock and roll, a little more blues here and, and stuff, yeah. Blues. It's just not, even some of us, it's not in our fingers. It just don't do that, you know? Hey, Kilby, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. oh, completely off topic. What's like a, an artist that you're listening to either now or back then where you're like man the most underrated or like unknown fantastic band or guitar player that like nobody knows about well i mean uh, funny when talk about that i mean there was a band called smile in in the late 70s early 80s that were just fantastic i mean they were definitely a rock to maybe a hard rock band but every song they had it's like man you were singing it for a week you know, and the singer was like a younger version of like Mick Jagger. Now the guitar player went on to play with Eddie Money. So he actually did make a name for himself and, and got out there and everything. But the, the, the drummer was a guy named Jimmy Volpe. And uh, he looked exactly like Keith Moon and to a point where everybody thought he really thought he was Keith Moon. Like he made the same faces, played like him. And it was, you know, everybody's just like, oh, my God, it's got to be Keith Moon. No, it's a guy that look, just looked like him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was a band like Smile. It was just fantastic. Yeah, I've never and, heard and, of them before. And what happened to the singer? He just I don't know. No, nothing ever happened. Wow, I mean, yeah. Crazy. But think about this. We had funny. We were talking about this a little while ago. But when you think about those old days of uh, let, let, let's just talk about the 80s hard rock scene, you know, from Motley Crue uh, to uh, 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 not, not Guns N' Roses, but but the earlier days like uh, uh, Rat, Quiet Riot, all those bands that came before. None of those bands were on major labels. Major labels would not touch rock. Rock was dead. It was deader. It was like it was Duran Duran, Elvis Costello, yeah, yeah, Pretenders. 80s, right? yeah, yeah, we're talking about early 80s. Rock yeah, yeah. was over. It was dead. I mean, it was Madonna. so much. Yeah, exactly. It was Madonna, the Cars. And, yeah. you know, it was it was a whole different world. So all those bands, when they came along, like I said, you know, the Motley Crue's, the, the, the Rats, Quiet Ride, bands that were really popular before. All the other stuff, even even Poison to that respect, were all signed to indie deals. Yeah, they, and yeah. they were kind of like, I mean, that was edgy at the time. Well, I mean, yeah, looking like, back on it, it was underground. Like, it was like yeah. dirty and raw. Yeah, they, yeah looking back on it, you're polished. like, oh, hair metal was so polished and yeah. dudes were wearing later. spray. But later, yeah, later, later. Yeah, yeah. by the time bands like Warrant and all those three bands came in, that was much, much later. They started to get produced. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. But, so, you but what's funny is, I, my, like, my daughter's in a band, and, and she's worried because, you know, rock is dead. 
old out there. You got? How many kids you got? One. Just have just one girl. One that, she's in a great band. They okay. played the Viper Room for us at a dice. Yes, they did. They did a dice party. That they were fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were yeah. they were fantastic. She's, she's, a good she's a singer, right? Yeah, she yeah, sings, yeah. plays guitar. What's good about them is that it, they have the soul and the feeling of mm-hmm. like a real LA rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, it's it's crazy because it's kind of like. You know, it's it's not like it used to be. No, there's, no, yeah, there's only, yeah. There's a couple of bands here and there, but they're really like they've. Thank you. Really yeah, I, I agree, and, and and it comes from a real place. Yeah, like like I said, it's not produced. There's no one. They're they're doing it themselves, and yeah. But I, I tell her, I go, look, when we started, rock was dead, man. It was over. Everybody thought it'd never come back, and it came back huge. Yeah. yeah so it happened. It can happen again. It's just gonna take a little bit at a time, and you know, a couple special bands to. It was cool too, like. I think she kind of is making her own way because I didn't know. I mean, somebody, maybe it was Dean or somebody else told me that that was your daughter way after the fact. Yeah. Hey, you know that band we saw? That was Gilby Clark's daughter. And I was like, Oh, no way. So it's kind of cool that she's kind of just, she doesn't talk about it ever. Yeah. yeah, She's doing her own thing. You know, we even got them. I got them through her Instagram page anyway. Mm-hmm. It was even through you. Was through exactly, her. that's true. Yeah, cool. And she just got a tour with um, with Billy Joe Armstrong's new band called The Long Shot. Oh, wow, and the same thing. Huge. Yeah, no, it's great. It's been awesome. And same thing, Billy called her from her Instagram page. Had yeah, nothing to do with me or anything. Same thing, good. he saw it and goes, yeah. hey, this is cool, I want to support, you know? So you're in LA in yes. the mid 80s, mm-hmm. and like shit, the Sunset Strip is just bonkers, right? <laughs> it was bonkers. And yeah. what are you doing in like a like are you in a you're in a band then? Or yeah, I, yeah. I had a, my band was called Candy, and we were like a, a which cross is between like super appropriate for the it, time. It, yeah, <laughs> we were like people would say we were a cross between the Ramones and the Bay City Rollers. Okay. All right. <laughs> like we all looked like That's the Ramones. Like yeah, yeah, it was glam, but it was a little more. Uh, it was, um, to be honest, it was more on the popier side than it was like a glam side. Like, oh, um, so, like I said, we were playing with all the hard rock bands. Like we played with Rad, and we played, you know, with everybody back then. But yeah. we were actually headlining. Like we were headlining the Palace as a local band. We were doing really well, but it was. It, we were just a little bit before like MTV and all that stuff. You yeah, know. Yeah. A bit before your time for that. We're a little bit before our time. So I grew up, just to give you, you probably don't know this about me, but I was born in 75. Wow. So I almost remember 75. (laughs) Almost. But in 1985, I'm I'm 10 years old. And in 1987, I'm 12 years old. And like, I'm telling you what, Gilby, like, Mm -hmm. this is the Mm -hmm. formative years of my life. Like, I've heard great music since then. I've probably heard great music before then. Like, my mom was always playing doo wop and shit like that. But. You know how it is, man. When you're like middle school, high school, like the music you oh, hear then, that's like that's the it. music yeah. that's like... You know it it I mean? forms you as a person. It really does. Yeah. So I was listening to shit and like Motley Crue, Rat were great, but we were also listening to heavier stuff like Slayer at the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was kind of like weird guilty pleasures. Like yeah. I would be like, oh, dude, I kind of want to hear Warrant Cherry Pie because that's just a great... That's a yeah. fucking great jam. And, and the girl's great looking in the video. <laughs> All the girls oh, that, yeah. Listen, yeah, that listen to hair metal were fucking fantastic looking like yeah. you go back and look at like a, a Bon Jovi video from the oh, well, of course, <laughs> the girls are fantastic looking and to this day I'm still looking for like tie dye like acid wash jeans and hairspray girls because I'm like that's what I find sexually attractive yeah. but anyway uh, we, so my buddies and I would go out and look for like obscure bands so we were in this mm. shit like Hanoi Rocks oh yeah yeah, Kicks. yeah yeah Kicks were fantastic yeah, yeah. Like all these bands that weren't because yeah. once you made it to like a Motley crew or yeah. to like a warrant or mm-hmm. a skid row level of like popularity is that too poppy then yeah. yeah it was like oh you can't 
I mean, you can wear a Motley Crue shirt, but you're not that cool. Because yeah. It's like, if oh, you can pull out something that no one's heard of, it's right. like, whoa. Oh, yeah. And that's true of any genre of music. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if you know some, oh, look, I got the UK sub Is that why you're wearing the fart bath shirt? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 you told me. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's nice to be able to find rare music at a yeah. time where all music wasn't available all the time. That's yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. You've got to go to the record shop and buy a 45 on vinyl. I had to buy kicks like Blow My Fuse 45 <laughs> and be like, dude, check this out. And what, it, It's good, but yeah. it's not like the greatest hair metal of all time. It's just yeah. like it was cool because nobody had heard of it. You Wait, know? hold on a second. So just to add in another spin here. Yeah. So where did the motorcycles come in? So of course, because oh, we're not, you know, obviously talking to mm -hmm. like um, Steve Jones and all that, and that the whole time on the mm -hmm. on the Sunset Strip, there was yeah. a lot of motorcycle action. Mm -hmm. Now, was that the beginning of motorcycles for you, or or did you have something before that, that triggered? Because you're passionate <laughs> yeah. about bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undoubtedly, yeah. undoubtedly. So. What what was the turning point for you on that? My, I have a couple. When, when I was in Cleveland growing up, we grew up across the street from the Hells Angels uh, clubhouse, like literally, literally across the street oh, from my wow. house. Okay. And my best friend, uh, his brother was in the club and uh, it was their house that did it and there was no parental guidance. Like their parents, I don't remember what happened to their parents, but there were no parents and it was his brother and, and my best friend and stuff. So seeing that as, you know, probably 10 or 12 years old or whatever, every yeah. day you, you romanticize it, you know, it's like, you know, the motorcycles racing and down the street every day. And those guys like the toughest dudes you've I, ever I mean, seen. yeah, as far as I knew, but they were yeah. also the coolest. It was, it's that old story of they took care of their neighborhood and stuff. Like I remember block parties and, and music and, uh, and thank God my parents weren't the ones like, turn that down. We have kids and stuff like they were cool about it, you know, yeah. and stuff. So that was my first inter introduction to it. But it really did. I'm going to tell you a quick, my funny story, how I got my first Harley. So we um, it was the cat house days, you know, which oh, was probably mid 80s or so when, yeah. you know, when you went to the cat house. I mean, did you hear about the cat house? Yeah. Cat house was a rock club. It was a dance club. It was every Tuesday night and uh, bands did play there, but it really didn't. Bands didn't play there all the time. It was basically a dance club just for people to go hang, but they played rock music all the time. And they would like showcase new artists. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like for Alice in Chains, first time they ever played LA was at the Cat House. Wow. Guns N' Roses' okay. first show was at the Cat House. Faster Pussycat, everybody Ooh, played at the Cat House, yeah. yeah. But I've said, like I said, that's even- That's Tammy. That's Tammy. Yeah. Oh, that's that's Tammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah, man. I used to, I used sweet, to be man. rocking out the House of Pain all the time. There you go. Car, man. <laughs> yeah. I had a 78 Camaro at the time. All right. Yeah. So uh, outside the cat house, that was the thing was the bikes would line up. Steve Jones and all yeah. those people had bikes and stuff. And to have a Harley, you know, was the ultimate. But to be honest, we were local musicians. We couldn't, couldn't fucking afford, afford Harleys, man. I, I had a Honda Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> that's how my test on a Harley. Yeah. I, it looked like one. But what was funny was me, Ricky, and Keith, the other uh, uh, cat house guy that's we always rode, but we always parked like a few <laughs> Who's Rick, bikes Ricky, away. Ricky Rockman? Ricky, yeah, Ricky. Oh, yeah, Ricky's cool, club. Yeah, yeah, I see him a lot, a lot, a lot, at a lot of the bike shows. Yeah, and stuff. yeah he comes with us a lot of times. Cool dude, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's awesome. But that's how we started. Like I said, we, we were riding Honda Rebels until um, I was, uh, I used to do, my day job was I did sound at all the clubs and stuff. So whenever people want to record something, they always called me to record them. So I was working with a, a, a local band that was just about to get a major label record deal. And and I was set to produce the band's record. And of course it was happening right at the time that my band just um, was about to go record their record. Right. So I couldn't do uh, produce their record, which I was bummed. So as a, a gift of me being bummed out, they bought me a Harley. 
They bought you no, a Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the record company kind of which, bought me a Harley. Yeah. Which, which band was it? Uh, you'll never know who they are. It's Flies on Fire. Flies on Fire. You'll what? never know. They had a great song called Baptize Me Over Elvis Presley's Grave. Is that a great title? Baptize yeah, Me I've Over Elvis Presley's Grave. Oh, sorry. He'll be trying to noodle again. Yeah. You can't he help loves, himself. No, yeah, you he can't, can't help if you don't, If you get a guitar and a guitar oh, that's him, it's like they don't want to talk. They just want to fucking rip. <laughs> so wait, so the first Harley, because of so course. That was my wait, first Harley. Time out. Okay. Yeah, so I'm so excited yeah. right now. Dude, it's so... Let me just tell you how surreal it is to have somebody that's like lived through the 80s on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, on a Harley. In a Harley. You get a Harley as a gift, but wait, I want to go back. Like, how did you, what, you said you were like producing other bands or like. Yeah, I was always producing bands. But how do you, like, you're young at that time. Yeah, that yeah, time. yeah. How, where did you learn how to do Well, that's what I'm saying. I used to, I used to, I used to um, uh, do sound at all the clubs, but also when I first moved to LA. But, so when you get to, when you, when you say sound at all the clubs, you're hustling to like get in the clubs. And well, say, the clubs hey, would hire you and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, like you get you in, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They, you know, like I worked at all, like Roxy, Whiskey, Lingerie. Uh, Wongs, like everywhere. And the chicks everywhere. are just, su- I hate to focus on my <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> the chicks are just super hot everywhere, right? Yeah, well, well, they were yeah, pretty great. They were in leggings, they got the big hair. Yeah, yeah. big hair. Fish, a lot of fishnets. Oh, a lot Excuse of fishnets. Excuse me for 15 minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to understand, from like an impressionable yeah. kid from from Connecticut, this yeah. is like, it's no, like, that's the dream. Oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. It's the most incredible story Okay, ever. but forget about the girls. Okay, so the Harley. So what was it, a brand new? Yeah, so I got a brand new soft tail. I think it was an '89 soft tail. Oh, okay. Like I, 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 I picked it out. It was a, a if black they gave and you a Sportster, would you have just rejected it? Would you? Have <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I, you know what? I mean, that's that thing. Is sometimes you just gotta. No, that's the bike I want. Well, that's ten more than we wanted. No, that's the bike I want. Okay, good. You know, but they did it. They didn't question. But first that's how Harley. I got my first Harley. So you gifted your first Harley. Yes, I was. You yeah. must be I could have never afforded it. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you must be like this is the most insane. Oh no, thing. I was in heaven, man. I was yeah, in yeah. heaven. It what was. What color was that bike? It is black and orange, like the Harley colors, the yeah, black and yeah. orange. And, stuff. and so you rode down the Sunset Strip. Oh, yeah. In the cat house every Tuesday night. How Tuesday night? Scream. Wait, wait. No, what, about, what about Steve Jones is on yeah. his Harley? Billy Idol's yeah. around. I mean, yeah. like, this was before the helmet law. That's why Steve Jones gave up riding motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why? He said he would go out on his Harley every night. Different, different girl on the back yeah. every night. Yeah. Hot chick. The helmet laws came in, and he was like, "Fuck that! I'm not wearing a helmet." And he stopped riding. For, uh, for, for like and, years. and you know what? That's true. Years. That's true. Yeah, Connecticut yeah. still doesn't have a Massachusetts. They're not, well, Massachusetts had a helmet law. But it did. It was a big bummer for everybody. You know, when that came into effect, because yeah. we're all well, used to rock you know, and rollers with good hair. Oh, yeah. hair the hair was very important back then. Wear a helmet. Yeah. yeah, you lose that. Yeah, he honestly stopped for that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then they were starting to crack down on Sunset too about like just like cruising laws and stuff like. Well, that. not really. I mean, we were kind of oblivious to that stuff. I mean, because yeah. remember, we're, everything we did was two, three o'clock in the morning. You weren't I mean, getting stopped regularly. No, not country? really. Not. We were getting stopped for like ape hangers and stuff. Like I got to know all the laws about how higher apes could be and, and things oh, like wow. that. Okay. You know. Yeah. So they yeah. find some reason. I mean, most of it for us was just getting home. I mean, like I said, you know, three o'clock in the morning, drinking, and yeah. you know, just you know, man, can I like. You know, the next day going, fuck, how did I get home, man? Yeah, you I've know. done that. The fear. Too you many fear times, like, man. Oh, God, let me check the garage. Yeah, yeah it's my bike, bike there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, exactly. Oh, my God, do I use the kickstand? <laughs> yeah. but, so then how did you progress from that 
I mean, because you own knuckleheads, panheads, yeah. like some Wait, fantastic... I didn't know this. How many bikes you got? He's got... Uh, I got a bunch of bikes. He's got a lot <laughs> like, of bikes. And also... You're not going to turn off anybody. You got more than 10 bikes? No. Uh, God, no. Oh, God, no. God, no. God, no. All right. All right. There's two things here. So not only does he have these great bikes, but he also you do a lot of work on the bikes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Welding and fabricating yeah. and building bikes. You know, yeah, that you're stuff, not fucking so. around. Every, almost yeah. every, like major motorcycle thing I've gone to I see you there and you've mm -hmm. got some kind of cool bike there so it's not like you're just like oh yeah just every once in a while I see no you I mean that's you know, how we met we yeah. met on the El Diablo run the exactly. second one which is where we met Will yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. and all those guys and Dude, that's the first that picture time we met of Will with that chick on his that was yeah. a good picture <laughs> Bro, I remember that pay, man. yeah <laughs> I know we get involved time. with that but, but that's how we met yeah exactly and, <laughs> oh, cool. and that's how Will met Gilby because yeah. Gilby was riding behind him Will was on the pan head I was on my pan head he was on his pan head and like Will stopped somewhere and Gilby said I think something came out of your back pocket and Will was like oh sh and he, it was his wallet oh, he had to ride yeah. all the way out he found it <laughs> no no I had it with me oh, you I found it, it I picked it up okay, oh, yeah I picked good. it up that's how I met Will yeah. you, well it was, we were the ones on the ridges that were all going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you see all his military <laughs> credentials in there and shit yeah, like yeah. he's assassin and stuff <laughs> go back and listen those to roads man on the second one were not yeah. pleasant they were not smooth roads they were so we, we used to have um, so in, in the Hollywood days um, we, we used to have a garage because once again we all lived in apartments so we rented a garage where all of us could like work on our bikes together. So I think there was four or five of us and we, you know, go to this garage and we, you know, cut our fenders and do our apes and all that kind of stuff and everything. But it was right at the time, two of the guys um, ended up going to school in Phoenix. They like, they were really into it. They go, look, I think I want to do this professionally. So two of the guys went to Phoenix to go to the, the motorcycle school, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, AMC or yeah. whatever it should be. Yeah. So um, uh, they took my, uh, and that was the same time when I got my GNR gig. So I had yeah, something. Wait, hold on, we uh, have to talk about that. Yeah, well, I, I so I had something going on. So obviously, I wasn't going to go to school with the guys, but I had just got my pan head, and so they took my pan head to what school year was with that? them. This was ninety one, ninety ninety one. So they man. took my pan head. You make it through the eighties, and are you still in candy at the time? No, no, no. I had had a couple bands since then. Yeah. And what were those couple bands? So they just kind of like, hey man, I, I we all had major label deals, like major label record deals, but they just you know they it didn't was just happen. Like, and these were things where you were doing a lot of songwriting and, and yeah like, yeah to go to, to to reverse a little bit one of my uh, day jobs was I used to be a session guitar player like I was the guy that you go in at midnight and the producer would hand you a stack of papers and go okay this is what you're doing tonight and you go in with the third engineer and from like midnight to six in the morning you would sit there and you would fix people's guitar parts oh, got it. so you would like you know if somebody was recording that day they'd go oh yeah yeah don't worry about that that's fine no, there, no pro tools back then no pro tools so i would go in with use their guitar and their amp and i would fix their parts not all night not tell them no 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 they would never know they, they would never know so yeah there's, like, there's major recordings that. that have like like your guitar player. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just me. There are a lot of guys like Rusty Anderson used to do it a lot. There are a lot of like, there's not a lot, but there's probably about four or five LA guys. Steve, Steve Jones did it yeah. and stuff, you know, because uh, I did a couple sessions with Steve playing guitar too. But yeah, you go in at, at night and like I said, they give you your sheets of paper and stuff and, and you'd have to learn the song like right on the spot. And wow. A lot of times I'd play bass too because, you know, yeah. I mean, bass was nothing back then, you know, just doubling a guitar part. Yeah, yeah. But that's what got hey, me bass also. Players, don't fucking write in. <laughs> this was like before Tool. Yeah, it way before Pro Tools. Yeah, you actually had to. Oh, tool someone had to do it. <laughs> tool the band and Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Also, don't write in and say like, hey, bass player, listen to this song by, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, 
bass players, you guys know you're second fiddle. Right. <laughs> but people always say, like, oh, do you remember the songs? I go, God, you know what? Now we're doing, like, like probably, seriously, like, eight to ten songs a and night. And then you wow. forget it, and then the next one, you're like... Yeah, it just changed. I mean, you didn't do it every single day, but, I mean, at least two to three days a week. I mean, depending on who was recording and stuff, sometimes it would be, like, maybe six or seven days in a row. Yeah. And then sometimes there'd be nothing for three or four months and stuff. And yeah, but, yeah. So you were, you would be, like, in and out of bands playing. You get through the 80s. Yeah. And, and it's just, the girls are so then you get out of there about 91 yeah. you, got, you got your pan head yes. and then but why you got to tell the origin stories of where did you get the pan, the head pan head i got the pan head from del james who uh del james was is basically axel rose's best friend okay so we were talking one night and i don't remember if i was in gnr or if it was before but we were talking one night he says it's so just nice GNR. Right? <laughs> oh, you know, well, i mean like, I those years are a little blurry but <laughs> yeah but he was saying uh he was having money issues or something and he goes oh dude man i gotta sell my pan head and like i was like oh i'll buy it and he goes oh you will i go yeah dude i go don't worry I'll, man i'll keep it original and all that stuff because i've been dying to get a pan or a knuckle and in those days they were giving them away yeah they cheap. really were giving them away yeah. they were, i mean it was ridiculous i mean no you could never take a, a, a pan or a knuckle or even a shovel to a shop nobody would work on them those are not yeah. desirable bikes in the no, early 90s no of course no, not. wanted a brand new soft tail or yeah, something yeah yeah it just no yeah, yeah nobody really wanted them so i bought my pan for 2500 bucks Jesus. Yeah. and is that the pan you still have i still have it yeah. oh, oh, that's that. fantastic yeah. never sell it. anything yeah. listeners <laughs> well i've sold a lot of good stuff so that's, I love my pan. Oh, what year is that pan? That's a 65. 65. Yeah. So is yeah. it a uh, 12 volt? Yeah. Yeah. It's 12 volt. 12 yeah. It's all convert. I mean, I'm on my third or fourth frame, you know, from when I, I've crashed it a couple of times ah, and, cool. you know, but the, the, <laughs> yeah, cool, but the, the motor and the tranny, and I think the rear wheel is the last that's original <laughs> yeah. on it now. Okay. It really is. There's nothing left anymore. But you saw all original 65 engines. Yeah. 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 It, it's converted to internal oiling. You know, because oh, yeah. the heads oh, are you 50. You said the outside oilers. They're outside yeah. oilers for, for 65. Well, that's so, the bike you were riding when we rode to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The first black Tibetan That's ski. right. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. that so good... you got your pan head, and then, like, all of a sudden, what, you, how does this happen? You're, you're a session guitar player. You're kind of <laughs> floating around a couple bands, and then, like, GNR is like, hey, do you want to join the band? What, how does that go down? Well, they um, it, it, uh, Izzy, who was the guitar player, the only yeah. guitar player, there's Slash, and there's Izzy. Slash Izzy, Izzy, it was kind of known around town that Izzy was over it, and he was yeah. going to leave the band it was before the illusions after this before lies? the is before the illusion records came out okay so after lies yes exactly yeah and, yeah and before, 91 before use your illusion exactly and is, is he co uh, contributing to like the songwriting for oh, uh, yeah well illusion was already recorded i joined the band when the record was recorded but it wasn't out yet so slash called me and he said uh um you know we're looking for a guitar player do you want to come down and so I, you know, I said, he calls you, you got, he's got your phone number. Well, I mean, I, I did knew, know all the guys. I mean, strangely enough, Izzy was the one that I knew the best, okay. you know, and, uh, he, he called. And so I came down, he goes, well, just learn a couple songs. And at that point, like I said, the illusion records weren't out. I mean, I don't really know their songs. Yeah. So I just like picked up a couple songs. I came down next day. I jammed. You it. picked up a couple songs from use your illusion. No, no, no. From, uh, the, the earlier, the first record from appetite. appetite. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, it makes it sound so nonchalant. <laughs> like those are difficult songs. I mean, they, well, I didn't know how difficult they were yeah, yeah. until I dug in because what I didn't realize is, you know, I mean, look, it's not dream theater or anything, but no. every, <laughs> every solo, it's like most songs, you know, there's the verse chorus and the solos over verse chorus. Yeah. Well, GNR, that doesn't happen. Every solo is a complete new part of a song, like an Aerosmith song. Yeah. So what they did was I only went down and played with them for a couple days and then Slash, uh, it, 
I play with them for a couple days, then I didn't hear from them for a couple days. What do you mean you play with them for a couple days? Just jam, like, like just, just jam, jam with them. Out. Just went down, yeah. jammed a couple songs okay. with them and for like are, like a couple days in a row. Yeah, this is just surreal to me to be like, oh, I was going on a jam out with you know and, the and, boys and, and guys. Is that the band or is Axl Rose there as well? No, no, Axl's never there. He's never there. Yeah, That's never, just yeah. the band. Just okay. the band. Yeah, it's just just the the slash the band jams out without Axl. Yeah, Axl never rehearses or sound checks with the band ever. In all the years I played with them, like maybe once. He just comes in right at the end and is like. You no, he comes, shows up at the shows. Planning. He shows up at the shows five hours late. Tells <laughs> <the> gig, <laughs> and then, well, yeah, okay. Well, so, it's actually not panic. They're tough to start. <laughs> he's kicking his panic. He's kicking so, it. Yeah. So, so he, uh, like I said, a couple days. So then the next thing I know, uh, I, this is a true story. I'm. I don't know if you remember back in those days when they had MTV first came out and stuff. You know, your MTV was on all the time, but the sound was off. You know, yeah. like you'd walk around your house like it's on. But and I'm sitting there and I was talking to my my friend Ryan on the phone and I swear to God I looked up on the TV and my picture is on MTV and News. You were in Guns N' Roses. No, no, no. It, it, well, it's talking about my picture is on there, but I couldn't hear it because the sound was oh, off. Shit. And and the beep is coming through and it slashed on the other line. And he goes, "Hey man, I just want to let you know that uh, you got the gig, and oh, and fuck. and the first date's next week." And I go, oh, cool. And he goes, okay, now learn all the songs. And I, and I go, well, are we going to rehearse? He goes, no, nah, just learn all the songs. Oh, oh my and, God. And, and I go, well, can you just give me the, the set list? You know? And he goes, well, that's the problem. He goes, we don't have a set list. Just learn all the songs. He goes, you have to memorize. They have a 50 song catalog. Fuck and he goes, no. you have to learn all the songs. He goes, because Axel calls them out live. They don't have a set list. Uh, he just calls them out live every night and you don't know what it's going to be. This is a question of mine. Is like, do you know, like going into it, what you're going to be playing? It's almost like he wants to fuck you up. It's mm -hmm. almost like he's looking like, let's do this one. And you're like, damn it. That's the one I didn't learn. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. he's just a dick. We're playing one in a million. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never play that. It's well, real and, 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 and like, I mean, you would think, oh, you know, I'll lax on those and I'll learn these and stuff but the, the funniest thing so i so i had a week to learn seriously learn 50 songs one week before the first show okay, do you by the way any... at wooster was my first show oh fantastic <laughs> do you have any like is there any like do you have a tablet or... so it's, I, i'm getting to a funny story okay. <laughs> so i learned all the songs but the, but once again the illusion record wasn't out yet right but i was learning the illusion songs they gave me a, a promo yeah. of it and they have the song called Estrange, which is a really long song, and it just Fucking really goes nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a great jam. It's a really long song, right? But I couldn't really pick out what to do on it, because Slash was, he goes, look, it's simple. I'm right, Izzy's left. So just pan the guitar to left and learn everything on left. But on the Illusion record, Izzy's not really on the Illusion record. It's, it's mainly Slash, you know? Okay. So on some of that stuff, like November Rain and Estrange and stuff, like I was having a hard time figuring out what to play. Like, I don't want to double what he was playing. So I called Dizzy, the keyboard player. I go, hey, man, can, can you... Wait, I there's Izzy and Dizzy. Yes. Dizzy, yeah. <laughs> it's a little okay. confusing. All right, got it. Yeah. So I called the keyboard player and I go, hey, can we get together and you just show me, uh, you know, help me with the song, Estrange. I go, I just want to find out where I can be in the song and everything. Yeah. He goes, oh, well, here's the music book. He gave you the whole book. And I went, there's a music book? <laughs> I just spent a fucking a week. <laughs> I yeah. spent a week learning all these songs and there's a music book? Slash. <laughs> trying to do you all that. Well, he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Well, he yeah. knows all the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wrote the songs. Yeah, yeah. He just got, and, and they were too, uh, I don't want to use the word lazy, but they didn't want, they, they already know the songs. They didn't want to sit there with me. Oh, they're like, I don't and, know. And, and, and rehearse the them. They're just oh, like, let's get a new guitar player and just tell him to show up on stage and he'll be all right. Oh, you got to be pretty talented to get through that. 
that shit and be able to learn all that so, stuff. So, yeah, one week, I learned 50 songs. And then and you're going on tour for, like, the big, literally the yeah, biggest like tour ever. My second, my second show was Madison Square Garden. And the girls oh, are my. just super hot. <laughs> <laughs> they were? Wait, hold on a second. So, now you're in the band. You're, you're going from L.A. Now you're stadiums, Madison Square Garden, all that Your stuff. Your first show is Worcester. Worcester. Yeah, and then and is that, that, where that, how, is that where you're from? No, no, Worcester's like in the western part of Massachusetts. Yeah, it's, it's not of, Boston. It's yeah, no, it's just a little outside. Western part of Massachusetts, about a forty-five minutes away, and it's like kind of it's a dumpy tech, tech like um like well, old don't industry. It. There might be people listening in. No, We've no, it's thousands. great, but it's like old industry. They do the hardcore and heavy metal fest there, and that's the perfect place for it because that is a hardcore place. Like yeah, people are yeah, gonna be yeah. they're gonna be demanding fans. So obviously, your everything's private jet. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Like, hey, let's well, just take a call. It was after that. The first, the first thing we. That was another. My other thing is my first ride wasn't. It was um, commercial. And when I rode you with them, you must look like fucking crazy people on the plane. Dude, they had like mounds of blow, like in in the bathrooms of commercial jets blow and stuff like. Like cool. they tap you like this. Hey, hey, go, just get it before someone else gets it. Yeah. Blow That's, is. Uh, I left it in there for you. Yeah, yeah commercial. We got we got kicked off a lot. Blow is a. Uh, so that we ended up. For, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ended up doing private after that because the band couldn't fly commercial. But wait, before, before you get even, I mean, is there any kind of like, hey, here's how much, here's what you're gonna make in this band? Well, commissions is all. Yeah, sorted, and it gets sorted out. Okay, do you have an agent at that time? Or no, no, uh, you're no, just no, fucking no. like, okay, no. let me figure this out. Well, I had a band. I mean, I had a band that was on a major label. I, I, I had to break up my band oh, and everything. Shit, and yeah, and those guys hated. They still don't talk to me. Oh uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Well, uh, you, know, yes. you gotta look after. What are you gonna do? They would have done the same thing. Everybody well, of course, it's Guns. I mean, you should yeah. say, you know. But it's strange because in my band, I was the the singer guitar player, and in Guns, you know, I, I went back and forth between singing, playing guitar, and just playing guitar. Playing yeah. just guitar is good, man, because you can just like. I agree. I agree. I'm singing much... and playing is just. You're jamming out, and, and you're on Madison Square Garden, and you're like, holy shit, and this the is chicks. the most no, incredible, um... <laughs> most incredible experience, right? But Square Garden is the second gig. Yeah, yeah, it's Square Garden. And easily, second. I don't think anyone would argue this. Easily, Guns N' Roses like most. I would say like musically mm-hmm. or artistically, or artistically done tour mm-hmm. because it's like oh, the stuff off Use Your Illusion One and Two are. It's just they're much better well, written songs. Yeah, I, say, I mean they're getting better as musicians. I mean the yeah. band was changing because you know once again you know Stephen left, Matt was in the band. It's like mu- musician wise, you know the, the band was a little bit better. But to be honest, they did lose some of that punk rock they swagger that, that they had. You know with head. Izzy and Stephen. That don't get me wrong. They, but we're I agree too. Losing Using yeah. the, the sort of like the 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 death knell for like mm-hmm. hair heavy metal. I mean yeah. that's it. That, I mean they they passed all that. I mean at that time, I mean the, the, the it's like they were done with that. Yeah, no, it's they were I never they, they never really it. were that. They were definitely more on a, on a punk rock sign. The hair metal thing, like if you look at the band, like the first video, everybody had the hairspray, but yeah. it never happened again. They were in and out of that oh, pretty quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah I so think, um, maybe unfairly they get lumped in with some yeah, of they do. Do, they I do think get, that's yeah, what it is. definitely definitely yeah. but, and you told me once i think you were telling me a story about because obviously you guys which i mean full on rock and roll and you were telling me like slash would travel you know like well where's your suitcase and he's like well i got my cigarettes here my jack daniels here yeah i don't have any spare clothes yeah These leather pants are staying on for the week that we're on the road like 
that was it. He'd have a pillowcase with cigarettes and a Coca-Cola, and, and that was it. And yeah, and he's not exactly. That's how things were. You know, it's it was because you gotta understand. I mean, these guys were street guys that you know the success came, but it's not like you suddenly know what to do. Yeah, with they it. just yeah. You know, so they were just like living in some apartment in Hollywood, but yeah. probably wear the same clothes every day anyway. And then all of yeah, clothes up. And yeah. then suddenly he's just like, well, that means I can bring two cans of cigarettes yeah. <laughs> and a bigger bottle of Jack Daniels. I can get the gallon. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that's <laughs> fucking uncool man because you know obviously yeah. he's still like pretty mm -hmm. rock and roll like he's, yeah. he's yeah, I mean it kind of... is the real deal I mean that's the thing I mean as we all know the whole thing about rock and roll is, is the fuck you yeah. you know and, and, and the, that band really was the fuck you like I always said I never understood how that band became successful because all those years for me working you know labels and all that stuff I mean there was so much politics and they were completely like anti-politics they didn't give a flying fuck about anything or anybody oh. but everything worked out it's like they always had well, gold records and because yeah. they didn't care and they, they didn't, didn't care. try so hard they were just like fuck man you yeah know? and the thing is obviously we've all heard how much of a fucking diva and how difficult axel rose is but at the same time you know i mean i didn't have to work with him so I mean, it's probably a different story but you know when you hear the stories where he's like no i want a white fucking grand piano in every hotel room yeah. i stay in and they're like you're on the sixth fucking floor, and he's like, I don't care. I want, I want the white like, piano. Yeah, like, you gotta love it a little bit. Like, what a fucking yeah. That's an Elvis. Man. That's an Elvis thing to do, man. Yeah, Even sure. Elvis didn't do that. Like that's <laughs> Axl Rose. But people would say, I mean, to his credit, people always say, oh man, he changed with success. No, it's not true. He was like that. Like that for Here's the deal, man. You're a frontman, so you're gonna have like, I mean, look you're at a little eccentric. Any, yeah, any frontman's got kind of some sort of. I mean, that's why they're frontmen, yeah. right? Well, it's like you're Joe Norris and everybody loves you then nobody cares yeah, yeah. he's gotta be it's like Liam Gallagher in Oasis he's yes. a fucking arrogant prick yeah. and he's fucking great man yeah. and everybody wants to and be him everybody <laughs> wants to be him because yeah. he doesn't give a fuck yeah, yeah. I was and thinking more of Fred Durst Fred Durst from Memphis <laughs> <laughs> um, so hold on a second so I saw a couple of things because Guns N' Roses weren't really for me when I was growing up because as you know I just listened to Elvis yeah. and you're just Elvis yeah. all day yeah. but I, saw, zippers. I saw an MTV documentary and it had a bit of uh, footage of the last Guns N' Roses show where it was like a full-on fucking riot. Like there were people. Oh yeah, crazy. yeah. We had a few riots. <laughs> you had a few riots. Yeah. So did you see that? Were you in the band all the way till the bitter end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not yeah. all the buckethead shit. You weren't. No, 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 no. But but there was the riots, like the Montreal riot, like when they uh, it was a brand new stadium, first first band or first event How ever are and you stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and the place got destroyed, man. We were stuck in the building we couldn't go anywhere and like we like peeking out and looking like cop cars overturned a brand new oh, building fuck. destroyed it how long it. are you on tour for use your illusion one and two two and a half years it's the most insane thing i've ever heard two, imagine not going i didn't go I, it's, it's just funny i I, not, I didn't go home for five years one time I actually had a house that I only went to twice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's not, and, and it's not that funny, but I really did. Like, my wife always goes, how come you're never around when we move? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm always moving by oh, myself. Oh, wait, you're married at the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got married, uh, the, uh, uh, matter of fact, a week after I got back from my honeymoon. I, I, got, uh, I, was, I got married, and I got the gig a week after. Whoa, so you whoa, got whoa. Four Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, right. hold on for one second. And I'm still married to the same girl. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, the, I'm gonna play debate club now. <laughs> that is a fucking fantastic rock and roll story because mm. a, you know, your wife is like in it because She's she really you. loves you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like, went. dude, we were in some local bands here, and I loved you for you, and mm -hmm. we got married. Mm -hmm. 
The negative side of that is <laughs> Madison Square Garden. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you know what? Wife. She's My wife's amazing. beautiful. My wife's beautiful. Good on you, She's, though, man. I always say you're still the prettiest girl in the room. Good on you, man. <laughs> that is fucking fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I could not. I would have gotten for it. Uh, well, there were a lot of there. there were a lot of divorces. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still a little bit more. I'm still intrigued with the motorcycle. Now. I'm bringing okay. it back around. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, let's bring it back. So, so you got yeah. the pan here. Yeah. And in 1991, nobody well, you're fucking. So the hold pan on it sits for so long. Well, yeah, it was being on. it was being worked on at the like I said the guys were working on it at in the, Phoenix. Okay. In Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. So because that's 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 another thing that I want to bring around to. Like with your marriage, mm-hmm. nobody gave a fuck about panheads in 1991. No. Now you know everybody and their fucking brother wants a panhead because it's the thing to have, or whatever, a shovel yeah. or a Harley or whatever. But it's a real testament to like, no, I fucking love this bike. It's not worth anything, yeah. but I love it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to love a knucklehead when you know it's worth fifty grand because yeah. you're like, oh man, it's got some value. When it's got no value and you love it, that's that's pretty well as you know i mean we're all included in this conversation there are some of us that there's some reason like if you put a a a brand new subaru in front of us or a gto your blood starts just go for the gto some of us like said all my all my cars are old all my bikes are old i just i'm just that my my guitars are old my amps are old i just i don't know what it is there's something character about you know vintage stuff you know i don't don't know what it is they just make things differently and it's the challenge of keeping it working and 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 it's more like it's funny you bring up the the um the vegas ride that we did I, I laugh about it because I go you know we went to Vegas one time and it took us 11 hours it took us okay so I'm going to tell a quick story <laughs> if you tell that to your average person they'd be like fuck you yeah yeah are you crazy I, right now? I had the time of my life this is what happened so check this out I'm going to tell a bit of a story so okay. so I met Gilby on the El Diablo run said hello whatever you know and so we had this ride to Las Vegas for a dice party and it just so happened to be the first ever Black Tibetan show which is that's right that's right that's why we were all going it was called the dive bar it was called the dive bar right we changed it to the dice bar for that night what's the black the black tibetans is his band oh your band okay this is our first gig we all ride motorcycles to the gig Kevin's on his Honda Jeff's on a shovel head I'm on Tamara's on a BSA no Tamara wasn't in the band Oh damn! She no, was. This was early. early. Yeah, this oh, was early. We used to have Jeff Worms in the band. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Worms. I thought she created the band. No, I yeah, she writes it. all the songs. No, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we leave, and it was like gale force winds on the ten or whatever it is, and yeah. it's riding into. It was horrible. It was awful. So we get to this fucking. I mean, eleven hours. Right? Yeah, so yeah it took forever. Into, Dude, what about Bryce who lost his rear brake? Oh my off, god! Oh my god! That's right. He I went off into the runaway truck. Yeah. On his truck, and Caleb was trying to hold him. And oh, onto the runaway like that trail. Yeah. So, we're, so we're all riding we're getting into Vegas and we're all fucked because we've yeah. been riding for nine hours yeah, it was a long and we day. see Bryce and Bryce is like doing this with his hand and we're all like yeah man yeah. choppers yeah we're nearly there <laughs> and he's still doing it and we're like what's going on and we're going down this like hill it's going down 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 and he's just going and we're like and then we realise and we look down he's got a mechanical brake and the rod for the brake is gone it's just gone it's just gone and he's like pointing at his back wheel and we're like fuck 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 so reach down and just grab that oh oh, yeah yeah it's easy to say going 90 so then like everybody's trying to stop him and thinking and in the end we see this run you know the the truck thing where it has like rocks that are three feet deep and we're like oh fuck he's definitely going down for sure and he's got these skinny little bars he's on this thing he goes into this thing and I'm like I don't even want to watch at this point I'm like 
and he kept the whole fuck. He kept the bike up. Yeah. Came to a standstill. They put some barbed wire in between the brake, and he oh, fucking kept right. driving. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Right. I remember that. So we pull in. It's now like ten o'clock at night, and we're like, "Fuck, we gotta play a gig." <laughs> so we get on. We play our usual set of whatever twelve minutes. Yeah. And we get forever. I've been to so many of those. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. For coming. Well, I try to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So Gilby's there, and Gilby's like, "Man, you guys were fucking great," and we were like, "Really? That's our first gig. We were terrible." And he's like, "No, it was." Yeah, I loved it. It was punk rock. Man. So then, yes, yeah, so we were like going nuts, whatever. So then, fast forward another couple of years, right? And I'm mm. in New York, and I'm supposed to be coming back to LA to record a demo with the band because we're like, let's do a demo. It'll be fun. Maybe we'll do a record, whatever. And the the guy who's supposed to be doing our record, he's like, can't do it. So I was like, fuck. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna call Gilby. I've never called him in my life, <laughs> yeah. but I have his number because I think Matt gave it to me. Mm. So I said, and right, you're fucking, and you're doing that. I mean, you said you were at that point yeah, yeah, doing yeah. audio, and yeah. stuff. producing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I call him up and I said, Gilby, we want to do a demo. We don't have any money. So that's the phone call everybody wants to get. Where they're yeah. like, Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! And yeah. he was like, You know what? I really like you guys. And you know what? If anything happens with the record, you sort me out. But let's do it for nothing. Oh, I'm like, fantastic. Fucking how brilliant is that? And right? Nothing yeah. ever happened with that. Well, of course, yeah. it's shit. Yeah, we're, t- we're total shit. But no. So he said, So what are you going for? He said, I know the band and it's rock and roll. But what do you? And I said, Listen, man, there's this one record I fucking love. You know, we, we're kind of like Doctor Feelgood and the Sonics, but we want to bring it. There's this one band, the Bronx, and they did this. Their first record is fucking great and it's really heavy. And you know, I don't know if you know about it. He goes. Yeah, I recorded that record in my house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is meant to be, man. And so we went there and it was, you know, we recorded some We had a really fun time. It was oh, really that's good, man. so rad, good. man. That's super cool. And that's how we got to like, you know, and it was, you know, all because of Panheads and all that. It just all worked yeah. out. Yeah, this is kind of the theme of the, the show, right? Where we're like, yeah, man, people are kind of bonded by the, the bike, the, yeah, the bike ones, right? Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, even to go back to like the EDR, like those first ones, I mean, I, I didn't go on number one, but I read about it and it might even been, I don't think actually, no, I don't it think was, it was it in does. Dice. I think it was on the website, the... The, the built well webs. Oh no, it was. You know what it was? It was in like was it Cycle Jockey? Source or something. Cycle Source. It was some magazine had because something. A lot of people on the second one mm-hmm. were like, "I read about this." Matt, we yeah. were on a boat on the River Thames doing Dice magazine, and mm-hmm. Matt was like, "Man, there's this motorcycle ride from LA to Mexico, and these guys have like on the Jockey Journal have, yeah. have emailed us to do it." He was like, "We're gonna fucking do it," and I'm like, "We can't do that." Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, "No, I'm gonna buy a bike in America. We're gonna do it." And like you, yeah. you, know, like you probably read about us. You, yeah. I, I went by myself. Yeah, yeah you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. where everybody like yeah. it was kind of like this. I don't think I had a bike at the time. I went yeah. to like I remember driving down. Oh, you remember like the old smoke out, smoke out. Oh, smoke west. Out oh yeah, I was a smoke out west too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, Rightwood. Yeah. It was in Rightwood. Wildwood, exactly. Cottonwood. Cottonwood. Yeah, 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 same thing. Yeah, 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 same, same. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went down there, and that's yeah. when I met like Slim from Slim's Valley. Oh yeah, weird fucking Yamaha and shit. I was like, oh man. This is because that was my first year in mm-hmm. L.A. I moved to L.A. in 2006. Mm-hmm. So when I came out here, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this scene is yeah. fucking crazy. Because the, the death scene, you know, is, they were there. The scene in New England is there's oh. there's cool bikes there, but yeah. you're, you're parked you're parked for six seven yeah. months out of yeah, the year, you know. Yeah, yeah. So to come out here and just be like these motherfuckers are riding crazy shit. Well, that's all because the you time. can ride it every day. It's yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, I yeah. need to get an old bike, and I, I yeah. picked up my shovel head, which is like that. That's the bike I'll be buried with. Same thing, like yeah. damn man, that's just like it's a cone shovel, but I fucking love yeah. that bike. <laughs> it's yours. Man. It's mine, and it'll never that's go like my anywhere. Head. I remember when because we shot Scott Craig because I was at mm-hmm. Triumphs. 
<laughs> I mean, I had the Sportster yeah. for a while because mm-hmm. it was like my step up to get a, a Harley, you know. Yeah. But I remember seeing Scott Craig's bike. We shot it for like issue two or three or something. I remember just being like, he's under 30 and he owns a fucking panhead. Like one day I'm going to own a 57 panhead. <laughs> and that's what yeah. happened. I, yeah. I managed to hustle and get the sports, sell the sports to get the bike. And that's like... That's my baby. Yeah. Yeah. Knuckle, I love knuckle. You know, you're so lucky because now, like, some some of that stuff's unobtainable. Oh no, it's now, like, man. But it's not worth whatever somebody would offer you for your panhead. You wouldn't take it. Be- I mean, I they, couldn't. Somebody yeah. could offer you fifty grand. You but it's gone it. into no. the world of like hot rod stuff, and you know more name with hot rod stuff. You know what you what you put into it, it will never be yeah. worth. And bikes didn't used to be like that, you know. But now it's it's yeah, getting. Yeah, like, like what would it cost you to replace it? And at the we're getting to the point where it's very difficult to replace a bike. That's but also that bike. I've ridden it in eight different countries. It's almost yeah. killed me. I've crashed it. <laughs> like, yeah. I've got a lot of emotional connection yeah. with that yeah. fucking yeah. thing. You know what I mean? So same with you with the panel. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. if that could tell stories, like fucking Sunset Strip in the nineties. I mean, so that's the one bike you would keep all above. Yeah, all. my pan. Yeah, my the pan. The pan yeah. would stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had so you got the knuckle that was built at West Coast yeah. Choppers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got the knuckle that you built. Wait, hold on. You got yeah. a West Coast Chopper? Oh, it's, yeah. It's one of the last the last bikes out of West Coast. Well, the the story that comes around is. When I had my pan in the beginning, uh, Jesse did my motor oh, back in, in, wow. in 91. Where before did he work then? Did he have a he, shop? He had his own shop in Long Beach. No, he, oh, he actually okay. didn't have a shop. He worked in his backyard. In his backyard. And that's, yeah. But yeah. that's still like a build. I mean, that's a big build, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't pay a West Coast price yeah, yeah, <laughs> on it, yeah. but you know, also it doesn't look like a West Coast. Bike. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I mean, but Jesse did have a big hand in it. Like he he found me the bike. And, and when I went to, to pick up the bike, I go, okay, great, man. Like, he was almost like brokering the deal, you know? Oh, okay. And when I saw it, I go, yeah, it's perfect. You know, it had a springer. Everything was great and stuff. He goes, oh, no, dude, you're not taking that out of here like this. And I, I go, I go oh, well, no, this is what yeah. I want. He goes, no, no. He goes, come back in a little while. I go, well, I go, I want to ride this on the EDR. And the EDR was like maybe, you know, two months away or whatever and stuff. He goes, yeah. oh, no, dude, well, let's just let me do some work on it and stuff. Don't, don't worry about the dough and all that stuff. He goes, let me... Yeah. fix it for you and stuff well it turned into a year yeah. <laughs> Ten years yeah. yeah but but it is badass oh, it's, it's badass it, oh, it's oh, it's man. like I would, if you just said it's built by west coast it does it's a beautiful yeah. like original tins and like 60 yeah grids, some of those bikes springer. hold the test of time there's others yeah. that are like oh god i mean you yeah. see like that shit now like the wide fucking two yeah i mean he does, you know but those are hundred thousand dollar bikes you know this is they're, now, well, they're now on ebay for 12 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you got a big dog chopper i'll trade you for a frappe <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cool, man. And then, so the other knuckle is the one that Gen painted. No, sorry, it's, it's in Hard Rock now. Oh, okay. Yeah, is yeah. that the one in the Hard Rock? Yeah, it's okay. in Hard Rock. Yeah, oh, I saw, you got I saw a bike it. in Hard Rock. Yeah, the, like it's a, the Hard Gilded. Rock in uh, Puerto Vallarta. As what? Yeah, they, they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Like a Gilded <laughs> Hard Rock bike? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I built it. It was. I, well, I mean, I, oh. I built my pan myself, but it was like the first one that I really like tore down and did everything like you know you know the whole thing and yeah, stuff yeah. like welded on it all that stuff but yeah they they, they made an offer yeah, I, I, I had yeah. to do it man yeah. like, I kind of feel like if you're going to do it you know it's going to be enshrined and it'll never oh, change fantastic. it it's a yeah, harpoon painted it and, and it looks it looks nice by four more knuckleheads so yeah. like, <laughs> but I also did say I don't need two knuckleheads I mean well, you can only read, ride one bike you know yeah but, yeah I don't want any knuckleheads <laughs> so I'm really scared to leave it anywhere honestly well that's I, the thing when you've got a an original paint knuckle that's a hundred grand yeah. it's not fun anymore no, I no. just want a fifteen thousand dollar I agree, I, agree. I, I, I couldn't have anything that I couldn't ride so it's like a guitar I couldn't have a guitar that I can't play yeah it's you know like you have to you gotta play him pull, yeah. 300 grand you'd be like I don't even want to gig it at that point yeah. what's yeah. the point yeah. of fucking having it yeah. 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 Stupid. yeah stupid 
All right. So you got so you got the pan. You you keep that. You mm-hmm. got you have a knucklehead. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you got a couple other bikes. I got a fun, shovel. Fun pan bikes. Yeah. Okay. And I got th- this one that gets me here faster. Well, <laughs> you don't, yeah, what's the shovel? My shovel is my brother's old bike uh, okay. that that he he wrecked. Uh, interesting story. He wrecked it. Uh, he had to get it uh, uh, a salvage title because yeah. he bought it back from the insurance company, and the CHP confiscated it. Oh shit! Uh, they didn't. They they claimed that the numbers were fucked up, which they weren't. It was a seventy shovel. They took it from him, oh. and it, the whole process took years. And then they called him and said, "Look, it's going up for auction." He was over. He already got exactly. another bike, so I bought it at auction. From oh, him. oh, that's cool, good. So it's yeah. The family stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually offered it back to him. He didn't want it. He, he's 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 over it. the whole process. Yeah, really pissed him that. off. Yeah. First year of the cone shovel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that have numbers in the frame and the engine? Well, uh, the engine? yes. No, yes, it does. It has both. It has both. Yes. Oh, I thought that was. But they've renumbered it now. They gave it a California number now, and oh, they fucking. Not bad, it's not bad, but they kind of stamped it really ugly, and they stamped it on the transmission too. Oh, like, okay. did they? Yeah, I took it off the frame. Like I, I did uh, uh, the Halfley brothers, so I made it original. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, man. So, and then what we missed, like, the most of the 90s and the 2000s. So what you got going? <laughs> I don't remember those. <laughs> he missed it as well. There's a big blur. Well, what do you got going on now? Right? Doing, so, here's what I do now. So, I have a, uh, I mean, I've always had my own band, just like Gilby Clark band, where I can go out with my friends and play gigs Yeah, and I saw stuff. you guys play at, um... The first time I saw you guys play was at the... Uh, the Chopper the, Fest. Right? Chopper Fest, yeah. Oh, that's right. That yeah. wasn't even really my band. That was just for fun. Oh, <laughs> but, was yeah. It? yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys were fantastic. Oh, thank like, you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really we cool. do it like a, a lot of these gigs. You know, we get a gig and you go, hey, who's, who's, who's in town? Around? Slim Jim's in yeah. town. Yeah. Aaron yeah. town. Let's, let's uh, do a gig. Slim Jim. It's just some... It. Yeah. yeah Slim Jim's the best. He's awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah. But he's funny because he's the rockabilly world, but he knows the Rolling Stones, you know? And he knows Iggy Pop. You know, Remember when we recorded that record together, the Crazy Cat? record oh my god that's right yeah yeah, we yeah, had yeah. Slim Jim, yeah and then we had bill bateman from the blasters yeah, well, as well was, and were... that was at uh, uh uh what's his name the, the bruce's place yeah, bruce's right place. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that was a good gig me so you, jam you, you jam out every once in a while with with like some... yeah so i have my own band so i play with that but then i have a, a couple i laugh about it i call them corporate bands corporate like what bands, i'm doing yeah. but i'm in two different ones and, but you're also producing a bunch of records yeah for yeah yeah I'm, I'm just finishing a, a record for sony right now a band called hillbilly herald oh cool yeah they're great they're like i've heard of them they're great they're awesome Awesome. They're, they're kind of like a, I always say they're cross between like ACDC and almost like Kid Rock in a way, you know, yeah, just a modern version of ACDC, yeah. you know, okay. but we just, we just finishing up the record right now and it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, started, uh, it was an indie record when it started and then the label got bought out by Sony. So now it's a Sony record. So okay. yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh, the guys man. are great guys. I'm really proud of the record. I think they, they did a really, really good job and um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Because I, th- it, it's one of those things where now is a good time to have like a good old fashioned walk we and roll. We need it because there's nothing. I agree. I yeah. agree. And the news is super pitch black depression. And the news depression. is shit. Which is so, so picky, and you know, it's like sometimes you just need a little walk and roll. You just want to fucking drink just, some whiskey yeah. and listen to some. Thank you. Home, Thank man. you. I agree. Jesus okay. Christ. And what are you? Can What's up with everybody being sober? <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, everybody's sober, man. But it's because the livers are dying. You know? <laughs> It happens to the best of yeah, us. Let me ask you a question. You ever yeah. seen a cuter cat than that right Oh my there? God, the cat's got no tail. Yeah, she got no tail. How does she balance herself? Uh, <laughs> modern cats don't use their tails for balance. Oh, really? Yeah. House, what do you mean like, modern cats? Like So mo- prehistoric cats house do. House cats, yeah. yeah. Big cats still use them, but she, the, cat, the t- cat just uses his tail for communication. Oh, really? Yeah, she balances perfectly fine. I mean, she's overweight, so she doesn't balance. That cat's fine. not overweight. 
She's a little bit oh, on right, yeah. Well, but right. she'll appreciate you saying that. <laughs> All right, I have to ask you some lightning round questions. All right, come on. Let's go. Okay, All hold right. on. All right, so you got... Hey, listen, Gilby. People want to come up to see you. Like, you going to go to... You going to Assembly? You going to Born Free or what? Uh, I'm going to Born Free. My daughter's band is playing Born Free. No He's way. Playing. Is she playing yeah. the dice stage or the main stage? Uh, you know, I don't stage. know. I don't know. She's probably stage. playing the main yeah. stage. Yeah, the dice stage is crap. Yeah. Yeah. She's playing Saturday, which is actually her birthday. So and you're going to be there. Time. Oh, yeah. I go to every Born Free. So I love Born Free. I know you're married, but like, there, let's say there's oh, some. Oh, God. Hey, 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 come on, it's all right. Let's say there's okay, some hairspray girls up from Bon Jovi days. <laughs> they can come up and say hi to you and shit, right? Absolutely. You're come not on. Brad. Pitt. You know what? I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm still a male. You still got all of me for fuck's sake. Let me ask you this is uh, deserted island questions. We okay. have to ask you. Okay, okay, go. I'm not just making this up right now. Uh, you can see my big list here. Uh-oh. That's a receipt We've done from Trader Joe's. No, no. If you had to listen to one of these bands, Wow. And only one of these bands. Like, oh, wow, okay. It's a choice between two bands. But Squirrel you to, nut zippers. You have to decide, like, <laughs> I can only listen to this full catalog of this band mm-hmm. or the full catalog of this band. Mm-hmm. You have to decide. And by the way, you can never listen to the catalog of the band you do not choose. Okay. Jesus right. Christ. What a question. I hope it's the Rolling Stones. Because there's no other band. Who's going to referee this? Like, what, about, <laughs> like, what about Queen? Oh, wow. Or... You can either listen to the full Queen catalog mm-hmm. or the full Pink Floyd catalog. Wow, uh, you know what? A queen. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I love Pink Floyd, but but Queen. I, I was Listen, more of a Queen fan. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I probably only know five uh, Pink Floyd songs, and one of them's Amagama. I was just, <laughs> I was just watching a little thing about. Uh, P- is it Peter Green from uh, Peter Green? Yeah, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Yeah, yeah. And just before he left, because he went fucking crazy yeah, on acid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man. What a fucking, I mean, all right. Sorry, well, he's a genius. He's a genius. Like, guitar the playing line, is... The fine line between genius and insanity. Yeah. He, okay, listen, if, you, okay, if, you're, sorry. if you're an acid-out Pink Floyd fan, don't fucking write in. Please don't write in. Queen isn't as good as Pink Floyd. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> Take it up with Gilby at Born Free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about Beach Boys? Oh, God. Or... Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Of Elvis course, Presley. man. Yeah. That's, that's why yeah, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. I would take yeah. Beach Boys. Yeah. You're Elvis idiot. is king, man. I've heard Jailhouse Rock so many times. Yeah. There's yeah. more to Elvis than Jailhouse Rock. What about... Yeah, I agree. I agree. Jesus Christ. I, I gotta, we'll talk about it later, but I have a great Elvis story of playing with his band. What? Both of them, the 70s and the 50s band. Really? Two. You know, Save I played with Scotty Moran, DJ Fontana. Uh, oh, when I was 13. Oh, my God. And the oh Jordan Airs were on stage. Anyway, no, sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. Okay, what about ACDC uh-huh. or Kiss? Wow. You know, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because my first concert was Kiss in 1976. That was your first ever concert you went yeah, to. Yeah, first so concert was Kiss. makeup and dis- what is that, Destroyer? Destroyer. Uh, it was Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, Destroyer. So they're full on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was that's right after, it's their first it's after the start live. Black Metal, you know. Yeah. That is the start it's of Black Metal. Yeah. Yeah. That is a really hard question. I know. This Wait, hold on a second. But we know that ACDC are no good after Bon Scott, right? We already well, know. Yeah. I have, I, you know what? Nobody <laughs> doesn't like that comment. No, no. Oh, you know what? I mean, I do have, I somewhat do agree with that, but there are a few songs that are pretty good, but, but a okay, few. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Wow, that's but a hard what about, one. What about ACDC? You can only listen to it with Axl Rose being the front row. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Yeah. He did, he sat in a chair and Okay, uh, you know what? Then I pick ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> you they're reforming. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're all dead. No. no, they became recluses on, guess, on an island off of Sweden. They've agreed to tour. They're coming back. No, that's gonna be huge. That's what I no, said. Stop skirting the okay, okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say kiss, kiss. because uh, 
I, I have history. For, 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 a lot yeah. of Australian people, made up country, are pissed about that. Made up country. <laughs> Did you see oh, that? Go okay. take a selfie with the quacka. <laughs> yeah. Gilby, what about uh, Judas Priest Ooh. or Iron Maiden? Judas Priest. You are Huge bummed. Judas Priest. Right you are bummed. now, we're going to end. The- <laughs> <laughs> and it's all over. So, Gilby, you have um, to leave. No, one more. <laughs> well, you got uh, ZZ Top. Oh, oh, for sure, ZZ Top. I don't care who yeah. the other band is. ZZ Top or Aerosmith? That is a hard one, but I'm a ZZ Top man. ZZ Top, of guy. course, they're okay. blues, rock and roll. Have yeah. you heard them lately? Billy Gibbons, once again, Billy Gibbons can play the fucking phone book, and it's good. Yeah, and, and he subscribes to Dice, and they're still together. <laughs> and they, and he subscribes to Dice. So fuck you. Listen, <laughs> um, is Fantastic. that it? Because I'm getting tired, and my sciaticos. Yeah. No, that's that. Was, <laughs> is that, that it? Was all the comparisons we have. All right, good. Oh, choice. those are good. Those are hard choices, though. Listen, man, it's that's not like I just made that up. Okay, something. can I just ask you a question? <laughs> Squirrel nut zippers. Or Elvis Presley. Squirrel nut zippers. You're an idiot. The podcast is over. That's it. I'm leaving. Hey, Gilby, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, You're welcome, guys. This is fun. This is like a dream come true. I cannot believe you lived through the goddamn 80s. You're like one of one. He survived. Yeah. But also, look, he's sane and good looking and slim. Everybody else is like. It pisses pisses me off because you're ugly. And young. Even at birth, I wasn't this good looking. Muzzle Oh, All right, man. the whiskey, don't worry. Gilly, thank you again. Thank you for Never spill the whiskey. Thank you for riding over. Thank you <laughs> oh, for our welcome. new intro. Sorry, Dean. Uh, okay, shit. cool, man. Thanks.